Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. You know, as always, I am thrilled. I am blessed and honored that you are choosing to spend your time with me with another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, today I've got a, another special guest that I want to share with you, uh, Kyle Sullivan. I'll introduce Kyle to you in just a moment, but we're going to be talking about uh, this intersection of personal life and professional life. You, you've heard, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you've heard me talk about you really can't separate personal life and professional life. And if you're going to be a great leader, then you know you can't separate your own personal and professional life. But you, uh, if you're going to lead those, uh, lead others well, you've got to be willing to build a relationship with them such that you understand their personal life as well. So I'm excited to share this episode with Kyle, this interview with Kyle and, and share his wisdom and expertise with you. Before I dive into a quick explanation of, of who Kyle is and what he does, uh, a couple of quick housekeeping items. Uh, don't forget about our leadership calculator, a free tool that you can utilize to measure your leadership effectiveness. If you're going to improve your leadership, you must first measure it. Once you measure it, then you can identify what you need to do to improve your leadership effectiveness, and then you can remeasure and see the growth in your leadership. So be sure you you take advantage of that, our leadership calculator. Head over to CredibleLeaders.com forward slash calculator, CredibleLeaders.com forward slash calculator, and you can utilize that free tool that we have available to you for measuring your leadership effectiveness. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Kyle Sullivan before we jump into the interview that I had with him. Uh, Kyle, I, I ran into Kyle and, and had a connect meeting with him. And we talked about kind of his story and, uh, and his passion for coaching leaders today. And, and I, once I had that uh, meeting with him, that conversation with him, I couldn't wait to share an interview with you all. But, but Kyle, he, he's a, he's a self-diagnosed learn it all. Uh, he has this desire to be a lifelong learner, uh, but more importantly, probably to apply what he learns and that desire to be a lifelong learner and application of what he's learning. It's produced this passion in him for helping others to discover and to pursue, uh, you know, the absolute best version of themselves. I talk about that all the time as leaders, we have to present the best possible version of ourselves to those that we're leading. And Kyle helps you do that. Uh, he helps you thrive in purpose, uh, relationship, energy, uh, and just power to create the life that you can really kind of only dream about. Uh, and, you know, how does Kyle do these things for you? Well, he does that through extremely intentional one-on-one -on -one coaching that's focused on areas that matters the most in your life. Uh, it, it's customized plan to take you from kind of where you are to where you dream to be. So he customizes his coaching based on where you are right now. 
Uh, and he talks about it's a it's a simple process, but it's never easy work because you're confronting things like limiting beliefs. Uh, you're deciding to move forward through obstacles, and and you're continuing to remind yourself, well, why you even got started with this in the first place. So, uh, I just love Kyle's passion to see you present the best best version of yourself possible, and his desire to uh, help you get there with individual coaching. So I encourage you to check out what Kyle is doing, kylejsullivan.com. You can find his website and everything he's doing uh, from leadership coaching there. I'll also have in the show notes for this podcast episode, I'll have links to so that you can find him on Instagram. You can find his his website as well, uh, rookieleaders.com. This is episode number 67. So you can find the show notes there and links to find Kyle as well. So without further ado, let's jump into my interview with Kyle Sullivan. Kyle Sullivan, welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Ever since you and I spoke a few weeks back, I've been excited to share you and your your knowledge with our audience. So welcome to the podcast. Yeah, absolutely, Michael. I'm excited to uh, to be on the show and excited for our conversation today. Yeah, and hey, big shout out to your new son, uh, we were just talking about, hey, when was the last time uh, we spoke? How long ago it was? And you and you just kind of dropped this this hand grenade on the table there and said, hey, man, I just had a baby. So it was before that. So so one month old, you got two now. huh? Congratulations there. Yeah, man, we uh, we got two under two. So uh, we are in a fun season of life. Yeah, no, I, I know what that's like. And, and like I told you about having three uh, there for uh, about eight weeks, uh, I was three under three. Uh, so I totally get it. I know what that's like. Uh, and again, uh, you've got two now, once you get three, you're outnumbered. That's a bigger deal. I, I know I gave you that advice. So, uh, yeah, that's uh that's gold. And, and all the people that have told me that it's not a big deal, I'm going to go with you, Michael. I think it is a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal. You get outnumbered. You, you have to move to zone defense instead of man to man at that point. So, uh, that's right. Um, so, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm really excited to share this topic, um, that you're going to share with the audience because it's really near and dear to my heart. I've taught in many, many ways uh, in our leadership development that you can't really separate your personal life from your professional life, right? A a lot of times we fall into this trap of trying to separate those two and we fail to recognize that they impact each other, right? Work impacts family, um, family impacts work or, or, or life impacts work and so forth. Um, and, and I know that's a, that's a big part of what you teach as well. And I'm excited to share, honestly, here's what I feel like a little bit, Kyle, uh, you know, when, now that we're, we're talking about children, when I say something to my children dozens of times, it doesn't resonate. A perfect stranger can say the exact same thing. And it's like this big revelation for them. Wow. Right. So I'm excited that you're going to share with the audience things that they've probably heard from me, but I know that because you're going to share it, it's going to resonate. We're going to talk about personal culture impacting professional life. How's that sound to you? That sounds fantastic. And Michael, I was a youth pastor for a number of years, and I would call that, you just explained the parent principle. (laughs) Because I would make a point to talk to the parents and see what they were trying to teach and force and encourage their student. 
my student, their child to learn. And so I would do that and they would get, I'd hear stories of like, you just told them the same thing. I'm like, I know, but your mom, your dad, right. I'm the cool youth pastor. So that's what I am today. I'm the cool leadership development guy. And uh, we're going to reinforce because we know that it's better to be reminded than to be taught. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm certain Kyle, that you've got kind of a background story that makes this, this idea of personal culture impacting professional culture. So why don't we kind of launch in with that and, and just let's start with the story of why this is even important to you. Yeah, absolutely. So I think our culture is made up of what we teach, tell, and tolerate. And so in life, we know that our personal culture, who we are, is the most important thing because it allows us to impact every other area of our life. And for me, I had number of years where I was in really destructive behavior. I was, I was wrapped up in drugs and alcohol and partying and, and, you know, getting changed my life when I got jumped at a drug deal and I was a pastor for 11 years. So I have a lot of pieces of my story that are kind of polarizing. And the thing that I learned most is what allowed me to refine who I wanted to be was that culture is what are the things that I want to stand for? What are the things I want to be known for and where are the inconsistencies in that? And how do I shrink the gap between what I teach, what I tell, and what I tolerate in my life? No, I love that. I especially like the idea of what you tolerate in your life. You know, one of the things that I teach in leadership development around, you know, a lot of leaders, they're wanting to build this, this culture. They're, they're wanting to build, you know, some uh, teamwork, increased teamwork, or however they might phrase that. And I will always teach them that it's not so much what you mandate from your team, rather it's what you tolerate from your team. Because if you tolerate, as the leader, if you tolerate a behavior, that's the signal to the team that this is okay, right? This is acceptable behavior, or or they may even interpret that this is the way our leader wants us to behave because our leader uh, is, is tolerating that. So I really love that aspect of of uh, what you're teaching there. Of of be careful what you tolerate because that's teaching the culture that you're desiring, right? Absolutely, you know, and I think a lot of times what we know is what gets celebrated gets repeated. Mm -hmm. And when a leader is disconnected from the culture and they celebrate because they have a limited perspective on maybe an employee, a team member, a manager, a director, whatever the case may be. And the people around them are going, hold up. That's like how they're acting must be what gets promoted, what gets rewarded, what gets uh, the influence. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that. And so I think you we're on to something here. Yeah. So so let's talk about again. I, I've I've taught many times that that, you know, family life or, or home life, it impacts work life and vice versa. Um, and, you know, we hear all these phrases like work life balance and work work life uh, integration and all these fancy new terms and all that but I, you know I, again I'm just a teacher and a believer that you can't really separate those two but what I'd like to talk about it, it, let's go from in the direction of uh, the home or family life into the professional life so let's talk about how a negative home life or family life something something's wrong at home 
how would that influence us or, or, or impact us in the perfect, in the work side? What's your yeah. thoughts there? You know, Michael, I think it's important to recognize one, like I, I have a core belief in me that balance is BS. Mm. Yeah. Because if you ever look at a scale that's in complete balance, what is it not doing? It's not moving. Mm-hmm. And so when we, when we say, okay, I want to achieve balance, then it's, you're not moving forward. You're not progressing. Right. And to your, to your question of what is a negative home life, how does it affect, you know, I think we, we grew up and even in early jobs that I had in my career, it was, Hey, leave, leave home at the door. Mm, yeah. That's really unhealthy because what it gives is it creates a culture where we just put masks on. Right. Yeah. Everything's great. Everything's awesome. And especially when I was in ministry as a pastor, Oh, that is, that is public enemy. Number one. Oh, everything's great. It's amazing. It's awesome. Right. Right. But it doesn't, you may check your emotions at the door, but it doesn't leave your mind. And so if things are not good at home, are not good in your personal life, how you take care of yourself, you take care of the relationships most important to you, and you take care of the things outside of your career, you may have success, but I would argue that it's not the success that you could have, or you're just not having success at all. Mm -hmm. And so I think sometimes when we, we don't have a good, if we don't have a good culture, outside of what we do, it is inevitably going to affect what happens professionally. And it may not for a while because we, as a culture, as a society, we've gotten really good at compartmentalizing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we suppress, you know, for me, where this really took root in my life is 2018. Okay. My wife and I, we're, married about five years at that time and we're having spaghetti. I remember it was really good spaghetti. Mm -hmm. We're having dinner before kids, before anything. I was kind of on the rise of my success professionally. And she said so nonchalantly, Michael, I feel like we're roommates and took another bite. I'm like, hold up. Uh, You can't just run past that. Right. And act like you just didn't like drop a bomb. And what I realized is that I was giving everything professionally and my personal life was getting the scraps because I knew how to win at work. Yeah. Yeah. I knew what got celebrated at work. My wife, as much as I would love to have, doesn't give me a performance review. That's right. Yep. And so it took me going to counseling it, I went every week for months to figure out why I do this. And it came from, I knew how to win. I knew what was accepted. It felt good. So when things were not, things were not good at home, what did I do? I worked more. Yeah. Yeah. Because I knew I could get praise there, even though I wasn't getting praise at home. Yeah. No, Kyle, I, I so resonate with what you're saying. And in fact, I, I'll say that um, after children, um, our, my wife and I, at times we, we've had these, these periods in our, in our marriage where, uh, all of our children now, our, our oldest is 20, our youngest is 17. Um, and throughout those years, we've had these periods where we looked at one another and said, we feel like parenting partners. 
that's all everything was around what what's going on with the kids and and all, we're just a partner in this process of parenting these kids right so i totally get that i can totally resonate with uh, you know having that and then like you said the work life it has this built-in recognition system that that tends to it it can drive us. I mean, we can become workaholics and all that, but it's this built-in recognition system that is either you get a performance review and it's a pat on the back, everything's great, or you get a promotion or you get a a, a salary increase, right? Your your compensation is increased. All of those are kind of this built-in reward system, and you don't necessarily get that at home. But I totally agree with you that when when there's something wrong at home you're going to bring that to work. And I totally agree with you that we kind of live in this world where we feel like, well, keep the home life at home and then come to work and, and don't talk about those things. And, and when I teach leadership, I teach leadership is, uh, is about relationships. And so I teach leaders to get to know your people, right? Get to their, their children's names and their wife's name and, and, and all of these things. And a lot of times they will give me the pushback that, well, people don't want to come to work and talk about home. You're, you may be right, but if you as a leader build those relationships over time, they're willing to talk about those things. And when you have a person that is struggling to perform at work in some way, but you know it's because of home life, now as a leader, you can help that person better. So if we're willing to bring those things to work, it actually makes work life better because our leaders and our team and so forth are able to help us more when they recognize the culprit of maybe some kind of lacking in performance, right? 100%. I mean, you know, we all hear it say that people don't care what you know until they know you care. And I think that's a shift in leadership is because we had for so long, like you're just robots doing a task and you just, you just do it. And then you go home and you come back and deal with all that outside and you come in and you perform. But I love what you said, because when you know what's going on in your people's life, one thing I teach leaders is you have to have appropriate vulnerability mm-hmm. because it's important to not share your wounds rather share your scars. That's right. Yep. Yep. Because you don't want to dilute your leadership, but it's also important. I had a mentor one time tell me this when I was just getting into ministry and he said, you need people in your life that you can, that you can talk to, that you can be raw with, that you can, I mean, you can, you can cuss and shout and cry and everything that can't fire you, Mm -hmm. divorce you or leave your church. Cause I was going into ministry. Right. And so I think it's important that we make sure that we have a po- appropriate vulnerability where we say like, Hey, I just, I want to know. And I know for me and my leadership, that's not my natural bent. Mm-hmm. I'm very action oriented. I'm very driven. I want to just, Hey, let's talk about it. Let's get through it. Okay. Let's go on. And I had to sit in a discipline that I made was anytime I had a one-on-one with a team member, I'm going to ask three to five check-in questions that have nothing to do with the work. Right, right. 
and I, it was a discipline for me. And I had to find the value in it because early on in my leadership, I got, I got rewarded because I was a workhorse. I was a bulldozer. Mm-hmm. But as I started leading people, I realized, oh, I'm actually becoming less effective with this just run through people mentality. Yeah. And so I have to sit with them and say, okay, hey, just like, tell me what's going on. And it, it was hard for me yeah. because oftentimes I think we get into leadership roles because we were the driven type A, you know, like go getter hustler. But when we start leading people, we got to take a different approach. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. And, and I, I I'm like you, Kyle, I, it doesn't just come naturally for me to build relationships and uh, I'm kind of an introvert. And, and so that doesn't come naturally to me. I have to be intentional about it. And just like you said, in my intentional one-on-one meetings, the very first part of the agenda is not about work. I don't, I make sure that it's not about work. The first several minutes is about them as a person. And, you know, it, it progresses over time. Maybe you've got a brand new person that you're leading and you start that conversation to get to know them. Like, uh, you know, well, tell me a little bit about your family. And all they say is, well, I have three kids. And then that's it. That's all I say. Okay. That's all I need for now. And as your leader, the next time I run into you or the next time we have a one on, Hey, how are your three kids? Eventually you're going to tell me their name. And then eventually you're going to tell me what grades they're in, where they're going to school. You know, you're going to talk about your, your spouse and over time, that vulnerability is going to open up more. And Oh, by the way, as the leader, I'm, I'm showing vulnerability as well. I'm willing to talk about my kids and their names and what school they're going to and all those things. So I'm, I'm modeling it, but over time that relationship gets built such that if home life is impacting work, then we can work on that together, right? We can help get you through that together. Uh, but the other aspect of this is if home life is going great, then it's going to help us at work. And, and one of the things I teach as a leader is that as the leader, it's your responsibility to bring the very best version of yourself to the team every single day, right? Um, and I think what we oftentimes overlook not just family life. I mean, we overlook rest. We overlook, uh, you know, health, exercise, uh, proper diet. We, we overlook all of those things as to how much they impact our performance at work. But I think what we need to recognize is if you focus on the relation, good relationships at home are going to make for good relationships and good environment there at work as well. Your thoughts on on the positive side of that? One hundred percent. When you when you have everything flowing as you wish and as you desire at home, you're going to be more open, more confident, clear mind, which allows you to make better decisions, to have more empathy, have more grace, have more resilience. Like there's so much that happens when you're not carrying all of this baggage in, but you just are able to walk, walk clear. Well, I remember the first time I got a carry on full 360 degree rolling suitcase. And I just have this thought oftentimes of like, man, I was carrying all these duffel bags and it, it, it weighed me down and I couldn't go as fast 
through the terminals and through the airport as when I had the right, the right equipment and the right things that lifted the weight off of me. It doesn't mean that we don't have weight. I still had the stuff I needed with me, but it's how we carry it. And so when we are able to have good things at home and things are flowing, we're able to affect and have better relationships, better leadership and better clarity professionally. Yeah. Yeah. So Kyle, I want to, before we run out of time, I want to talk a little bit about the opposite direction as well, because as leaders, this is the direction of this work and life flow that we as leaders can impact the most, I feel like. Right. So if someone is having trouble in their marriage uh, on my team, well, I'm not a marriage counselor and, and, and so I can't help that. Now I can advise and send them to people I know or whatever, but I can't help them in their marriage. If, if they have a child that is sick in some way and, and is, it's a struggle to care for their child. I, I can't help that as their leader here at work. However, I can totally control and impact the leadership that happens of this person, this team member here at work, such that it impacts them at home, right? And I'm a firm believer that if I can lead appropriately at work, it sets up that team member for success at work, but it also su- sets them up for success at home as well. Because, you know, just like you can bring your baggage from home into work, well, you can take your baggage from work into home as well, right? So I, I really like to get your thoughts on this direction, right? I'm the leader, I'm at work. How can I positively positively impact someone on my team in their home life? Oh, it works the same way. Because when things, it, it's it's a flowing situation. When things are at home, at, at work going really well, again, more confident, more empathy, more and so even if stuff is rocky at home but if you feel empowered and you give your leader the tools the resources the encouragement to say like hey you have this stuff going on let's talk about it and maybe i can't give you exactly what you need but i can ask questions because that in lies the power and so when we are able to have great environments and great cultures at work it helps because the things you're learning professionally because we know and what we've already talked about, they bleed and they're just one thing. It's going to affect how you're able to operate at home when used appropriately. Because as I got into an organization that was heavy, heavy, heavy on personal development and, and growth, it's sometimes you got to use it sparingly because my wife would be like, are you really, are you really trying to coach me right now? And I'm like, no, 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 no. But <laughs> overall, It really affects our home life that much better when we as leaders can invest in our people. It affects every area of their life because when they grow, it's not, it's not in a siloed growth. Mm -hmm. It creates synergy in all areas of life. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I've I've heard this statement from my wife before. Um, That comment might work at the office, but it won't work here, right? So, one hundred percent. Yeah, we, we've all we've always all been there, I think, uh, and and found. Yeah, you 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 don't exactly lead at home the same way that you lead uh, at the office at, at work for sure. Um, but you know, I, I'm just we we've talked about it a lot here about how 
these two, you know, the home life or, or life in general and the work life, how those two just kind of flow back and forth to one another and how they're so integrated. And I just think it's so important that as leaders, we focus on the work side of things and making, you know, quote, life as good as possible for our team members, because that's the side of the equation that we can control the most, right? And now, that doesn't mean that as leaders, we've got to be easy or soft on our team members, that we got to just, you know, we got to coddle them and make sure that they're always happy and that, you know, they just leave the office just, you know, refreshed and, and go back home. There's still an aspect of leadership where we're challenging our people. We're, we're, we're pushing our people and, and we're wanting growth and improvement and better performance and, and those kind of things. So when I talk about less, you know, less lead in a way that sets our people up for success to even go home and succeed, I'm not talking about let's be easy on them. Right. Oh, 100%. And, and I think too, our ability to lead strong and keep the mission, the mission and, it is okay. Here's what we're doing. Here's where we're going. Here's the part you play. Like there's accountability, there's standards to be met because if we're just like, Oh, it's okay. It's whatever. That's not true leadership. And that isn't going to produce the growth that's going to affect all areas of life. In fact, that is the thing that will just enable poor behavior and poor leadership in all areas of life. Yeah, I think you know there's a there's a there's a sense of satisfaction that people have in accomplishment, right? So so they're at work and they're being challenged, they're being pushed, um, and they succeed in that as a team or even as an individual. They they accomplish some uh, aggressive goal or, or whatever it might be. There's a great deal of satisfaction that's that's uh, garnered by being pushed and and having that accomplishment. Well. Then you take that same sense of enthusiasm and accomplishment and you go home and you're going to behave in a similar manner at home, right? You're going to, you know, do more activities with your family, whereas normally you would just go and sit and watch TV all evening, maybe, or something. Well, no, I, you know, I've got this big success. We just had it work. I'm going to go home and, uh, you know, I'm going to go out in the backyard and play with my kids all evening instead of whatever it might be, you, that sense of accomplishment or success translates into family as well. So if we'll push our people and we'll challenge them and 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 allow them to experience success at work, they go home and, and experience similar successes at um, at home as well. Uh, just such a such a passionate topic for me is influencing people to win in life as well. Absolutely. Winning and losing are both contagious. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah, good way to put it. John Maxwell talks about big mo. Mm. It's like momentum when it comes and it's flowing either way, it's gonna it's gonna keep rolling. And so when uh when we start winning and we encourage people to win, we challenge them to win, that's contagious. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Well, Kyle, I know we've kind of we've talked a good bit about this. I feel like we've covered both sides of the equation, right? The pro- professional side as well as the personal side. But is there any uh, area of this topic that you feel like we didn't really talk about that? Yeah, we should definitely let the people know about uh, about this part of the 
of the equation or the topic? Yeah, I think through the lens, especially of, of rookie leaders, is understanding that your people are not going to grow beyond you. Mm-hmm. You know, again, Maxwell talks about law of the lid. Right. And so you have to make sure that the the growth that you expect, you're modeling. And I think, again, teach tell and tolerate. So you may be teaching that growth is important, but what, what do you tell people about what you're learning, what you're reading, what you're listening to, how you're growing. And so making sure that it's not this do as I say, not as I do mentality, but rather it's going, Hey, I'm on this journey too. Mm -hmm. I'm growing too. One of my compliments that I got from uh, a former boss of mine, he was like, dude, every time we talk, I grow my book list. And I'm like, good. Yes. Because yes. my goal is like, I, I say I'm a proud learn it all. <laughs> like I want, I, when I find something I'm curious about, man, I want to dive into it. I want to learn it. I want to apply it mm-hmm. because knowledge ain't power. Applied knowledge is power. Right. That's a whole nother talk we could do, but making sure that your people don't outpace you, but rather you're leading from the front and you're using what you learn to empower your team to go further faster than they could on their own. Yeah, no, I love that, Colin. And, and, you know, it's just the simple concept that as the leader, you have to model the way, right? And if you're going to, um, Tell your team member, hey, you know, uh, work on your marriage so that it doesn't impact us here. Well, you better be willing to work on your own marriage and and and, lo- and home life and and not bring that into the office as well, right? So if you if if you're gonna if you're gonna preach it, you better w- do it, right? If you're yeah. gonna um, expect these things from your team members, you you'd better be willing to uh, to do them as well. Um, well, Kyle, I. We've talked about this, and I love the topic again. Very passionate about it, and I greatly appreciate your passion about it as well. I have to feel like there's some folks in our audience that's going to want to understand a little bit more about what you do and what you're doing, and and maybe even connect with you better. So, how would you tell our audience here to to find you and connect with you if they want to uh, go deeper in in your leadership development as well? Yeah, absolutely, Michael. So I'm most active uh, on Instagram, on social media. And so Kyle J. Sullivan is my Instagram handle. And just in the DM, just put rookie leaders. So I know it came from you or you can email me. My direct email is Kyle at KyleJSullivan.com. Again, put rookie leaders in there. So I know where it came from and what community that it uh, happened and love to talk, love to encourage, love to support however I can. Awesome, Kyle. Well, thanks for that. And I will make sure that those links to your Instagram and your email are are in uh, the show notes for this particular uh, episode of the podcast as well. But but Kyle, thanks so much. You've you spent a great amount of time with us here. Invaluable content. I, I'm, I'm hoping it's persuaded a number of leaders to really examine their own, you know, home life and, and how that impacts performance at work. But then they're also willing now to uh, take the actions necessary to lead their team in a way that uh you know integrates more this this idea of home or family and uh, and work life so i think you've you've dropped some really good uh wisdom on our, our our audience so thank you so much for spending that time with us today yeah absolutely michael it was an honor to be on the show and uh glad that it was beneficial 
There you have it, friend. My interview with Kyle Sullivan. I hope you enjoyed that. I totally love nerding out on this idea of the, the intersection of personal life and professional life. Uh, again, I've said it many times and I said it in the interview. I know that you really just can't separate these two, this personal life and professional life. And especially as leaders, we have to be efficient at navigating this interchange of personal and professional life for our for our own self, but also for those that we're leading as well. So I, I really appreciate Kyle dropping that wisdom on us and, and uh, making us better leaders by recognizing the impacts that our personal life has on our professional life and vice versa. So Kyle, thanks so much for sharing your time with us. Again, before I let you go, be sure you check out the show notes. You can find links to everything that is Kyle, his Instagram account, as well as his website. You can find that rookieleaders.com. This is episode number 67. And again, I, I want to make sure that you recognize that we have the free calculator tool, the leadership calculator. Be sure you take advantage of that credibleleaders.com forward slash calculator. Measure your effectiveness, your leadership effectiveness, so that you can then improve your leadership effectiveness. Hey, thanks again so much for tuning in to another episode. Until I speak to you again, be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.